You're listening to the Inner Child Podcast. Do you really deserve the things that you want in your life? If you have a hard time convincing yourself or believing that you are allowed to have nice things, that you deserve to have the things that you desire, and this episode is for you. Hello, besties. This is the part three of the Manifest Madness November series that we are running this month only. We are just one week away from the three-day Manifest Magic workshop, which I am hosting for visionaries, leaders, and truth seekers. Anyone who wants to create more abundance in their life by awakening their manifesting abilities, I'm going to be teaching you everything about how I've been able to attract money, love, and opportunities into my life even after healing trauma. Tickets are only $27 and they are limited. We start in less than seven days. So register today by going to buygloriazang.com slash manifest or click on the link in the show notes below. Let's get started with today's episode right after this intro. Hi, I'm Gloria Zhang, and after 10 years of struggling in toxic relationships, I attracted the love of my life by healing my inner child. This podcast is your weekly dose of my expertise as a therapist and dating relationship coach for high achievers. Learn tips to overcome low self-worth, emotional baggage, and childhood trauma so that you too can step into your power and attract the love you desire. Welcome to the Inner Child Podcast. Hello, besties, and welcome to another episode on the Inner Child Podcast. I'm your host, Gloria Zhang, and today we are leading into part three of the Manifest series this November. And after today, we've only got one left before we return to our regular programming. Now, on many occasions, I have heard from clients, from listeners, that they just don't believe that they deserve to have nice things. Deep down, they don't really believe that it's possible to have a healthy relationship, that it's possible to be happy. They get this imposter syndrome, feeling like they're pretending to live someone else's life. And it just breaks my heart and it breaks my heart even more because I have been there too. I know what it feels like to be saying all the right things, but deep down feeling like it's just so wrong for me to have this thing. And that maybe I don't really deserve to have fun. Maybe I don't deserve to have an amazing life. Maybe I'm not good enough to be doing the thing that I want to be doing. And I'm telling you that those feelings are normal, but it doesn't mean that they're true. There is so much programming from childhood that we need to work through to help you get there. Inside my inner circle program that I am opening up next month, I will be working with clients on a very intimate basis to help people work through those last remaining blocks from childhood that's preventing them from attracting and receiving the things that they really want. So today we're going to talk about two different things to help you work through this block around deserving the things that you really want. First thing is that we want to talk about some of the narratives that you grew up with that have led to a scarcity mindset. And the second thing is helping you understand that there's room for all of us, that just because you get nice things doesn't take away nice things from other people. You're not hurting anyone from following your desires and that you actually do deserve to have those things. If you haven't checked out the last two episodes yet, definitely start there. 
In our last episode, we talked about how desires come from you. No one else is feeling your desires but you. And that is why your desires are unique to you as an individual. Your desires are a sign, are a GPS system showing you what you are meant to do and create in this life. But with that being said, none of us grew up unscathed. And oftentimes we grow up with parents who are living in scarcity and in survival. And we pick up all of these beliefs and narratives that kind of develop into this receiving wound, right? There's this blockage, there's this woundedness around receiving things that we want. So let me know, and I'm just going to read off this very brief list. Let me know if you have ever been told these things growing up. If you've been told to be humble, to don't take up too much space, oh, don't be greedy, always put other people first, don't have unrealistic dreams because you're going to get disappointed, you're not special enough, you're not good enough, and finally, only order water at the restaurant because it's free, right? And that we don't deserve to have a fun drink once in a while. So this is a very short list, but I think you kind of get the point just from hearing this. When we are constantly told these things over and over again, I know that a lot of the times our parents are coming from a good place. Maybe they didn't have a lot of money. Maybe they didn't grow up with healthy beliefs. And they genuinely think that they're helping you by not wanting you to get disappointed. But what they don't realize is that they're projecting their beliefs onto you. What do you think is going to happen to a child who is constantly told to play small, to don't dream too big, to always put other people first, to be humble? Well, it's exactly why you're here. You internalize all of those things and you learn to believe that you don't deserve the things that you want. And in fact, you are gaslighting yourself for the real desires that you have, right? Gaslighting is when you're trying to convince someone that they're wrong, right? That their feelings don't matter. And if you're saying to yourself, my desires don't mean anything, I don't deserve to have my desires, you are in fact gaslighting yourself around these very real feelings and experiences that you have. Disney said it best, a dream is a wish that your heart makes. And if you think about it this way, following your desires cannot lead to disappointment because they're simply showing you the direction, the direction. So for example, if I'm really curious about a certain industry and it's pointing me to go north, whatever I'm meant to do is going to be somewhere on that path of going north. And I don't know what it is. Right? The dots only connect when you're looking backwards. All I know is that there's something about this direction that excites me, that inspires me, that lights me up. And what I think I'm meant to do is probably not the initial idea that I had, but it's something along the way. You know, I never imagined I would get into podcasting. That was not my initial dream. And I don't know if I ever told you guys this, but I had a huge insecurity with my voice growing up. And I only told this recently to some of my clients, but when I was in grade school, I loved singing. Like I loved Disney and like singing musicals and just belting in the shower. And when I was in grade school, I was in a choir. 
But when I hit puberty, my voice got a little bit lower. And you guys might notice this too. I don't have like a soprano, like a higher pitched voice. My voice is more of like an alto. It's slightly lower. And when I hit puberty, I couldn't hit those notes in choir anymore. And so my voice would start cracking. And I think at some point, I don't remember who, but someone pointed it out to me, almost like a ha ha, you know, your voice is making funny sounds. And because I was going through all that stuff when I was little, my self-esteem wasn't very good to start with. And I internalized that so hard. I felt so embarrassed. I felt so ashamed of my voice and the fact that everyone was hearing these mistakes as I perceived it back then. And I learned to become very, very quiet. And I even told you guys that in grade one, I was mute, right? Like I physically couldn't speak. So for me to get to that, to be able to go to choir, to now get shut down again, was kind of traumatic for me. And then I would only sing very privately to myself for a long time. And so this became something that I had to get over. And so if you had told me back then that I would end up going into podcasting and my voice would be heard by so many people, I definitely would have freaked out. But my dream was always about helping people, right? And this desire to help other people learn about similar things that I had gone through, that took me in a certain direction. I had a lot of desire around that. And I thought I would become like, you know, a psychologist. I did become a therapist, but I didn't stay as a therapist. I went into coaching and course creation instead. And somewhere along that path, turned out was also creating this podcast. And had I not taken that first step, if I gave up right away saying, oh no, I didn't become a psychologist or I didn't do this or that, I would have missed the very real opportunities that came later on. Here's another way to think about it. Think of the person that you love the most in the world. And if you don't have someone like that, imagine if you had a child. If you had a child and you really loved that child, would you really want them to grow up thinking that they don't deserve all the nice things? Would you want your child to grow up thinking that, oh, their dreams are too unrealistic and that they don't deserve to become a firefighter? They don't deserve to become an astronaut? Hell no. You would want them to have all the things because you truly believe it's possible, right? It is literally possible for people to do things because unrealistic things happen all the time. I kid you not. It always seems impossible until it's done. Not too long ago, everyone thought it was impossible, just impossible for a black woman to host a national talk show. And then Oprah came along and she changed the collective belief about what was possible. Did she deserve it? Hell yes. But do you really think that she went through all of those days facing racial discrimination feeling at the top of her game all the time? No way. I know for a fact that Oprah also struggled with a lot of self-doubt, but she didn't give up. She kept at it until she learned to believe that she really did deserve this. And there was also a time where everyone thought that being gay was an illness and that if you came out publicly, your career was just over. And it was this very hush-hush thing. And then Ellen came along. I know I'm using kind of controversial figures, 
whether or not you like Ellen or not. I'm just trying to use examples that many people will know. All right. So just bear with me. <laughs> just think of this as just an example, right? People come along in our reality all the time that change our narratives and our beliefs about what's possible and what's not possible. And if you don't relate to any of these two examples, think of the person that you most admire. It could be a public figure. It could be an actual person in your life, someone that you really, really admire that you look up to. What would have happened if they listened to the voices of those around them? What would have happened if they let other people's projections stop them from becoming who they are today? Then you would have missed out on a really incredible person. The world would miss out on a really incredible person. And these are just people, not just celebrities, real people in our lives that constantly prove to us that unrealistic things happen all the time. Because there is no such thing as realistic or unrealistic. They're just beliefs, right? We see things happen a couple of times and then our brain believes that it's true. We grow up with parents who try to teach us things that they grew up with when really they're just projecting their own beliefs onto you. So my love, you do deserve to have the thing that you want. There's nothing too unrealistic for you. And if it is unrealistic, it just means that no one has done it yet and someone has got to break that ceiling. It might as well be you. Topic number two in today's episode. There is enough room for all of us, my love. Having nice things for you to get something nice doesn't take away opportunities for other people. Here's an example. If I make $1,000 in my business today, it doesn't mean that Sandra or Phil or Molly can't also make $1,000. There's opportunities for all of us to have things. We live in an abundant world. The U.S. is literally printing money every day, right? We live in an abundant world, especially now in the digital age where the playing ground is becoming more leveled and we have access to so much at the snap of our fingertips. And we take that for granted. You know, our phones are essentially like a second brain to us. Phones are an extension of our brains. Within two seconds, you can go onto Google and search anything you want. For anything that you want to learn, there's probably five to 10 free tutorials on YouTube or TikTok that you can watch. And we take that for granted. There is so much. Now, is there privilege and are there inequalities in the world? Absolutely. I would never try to discredit that, but I hope that you can see that these two things can be separate. So yes, there are still issues in the world. There are systemic inequalities. There is privilege. But at the same time, people can also be resilient and are creating opportunities. There is room for all of us, but sometimes you are the one that has to make it happen. Now, I'll give you just one example here that a lot of you might know. For the longest time, Asian people really didn't have a place in Hollywood. A lot of the acting positions were limited to very offensive, stereotypical roles, or it was like Kung Fu related. And there've been a number of controversies about certain roles that should have been played by actors of Asian descent that ended up being played by other people. A lot of things have happened over time. 
Then a few years ago, a bunch of Asian screenwriters and directors and actors got together and said, "Screw this! We are tired. We're sick and tired of waiting around for other people to hand us opportunities. So let's create our own." And they said that it couldn't be done because no one would go watch a movie played by all Asian people, and they proved them wrong. 2018, the movie Crazy Rich Asians came out, and it became the highest-grossing romantic comedy of that decade. Literally, everyone went to go see it, and boom! Another example of the impossible suddenly becoming possible. It has changed the industry. Look at Marvel Studios, right? Look at all the diversity and range of different Asian actors they have now. Look at Bling Empire on Netflix. And if you guys haven't seen it yet, you should go see Everything Everywhere All at Once. Probably my favorite movie that came out this year. Now, this is just one example, of course. But imagine if all they heard was, "Oh, you're underprivileged, so don't even try." Right? What's the point of even trying? Imagine if they stuck by that narrative, if they allowed that to define who they were and to limit their dreams, they would have never had the guts to pave the road forward, to create their own opportunity. So the moral for this story is: there is enough room for all of us besties, but sometimes you have to be the one to make those opportunities happen. And by doing so, you are not taking something away from someone else. By shining your light and not dimming your light and censoring yourself for the sake of making someone else uncomfortable or feel bad, you will lead an example. And you can only lead an example by fully opening up and being yourself. And sometimes that involves making people upset, and that's just kind of part of it. But for the right person, you will inspire them, just like how all of these trailblazers have inspired me. And that crazy rich Asians thing was personal for me because, to be honest, I don't know a lot of Asian podcasters in the top charts at the moment. Maybe there are some, but I personally don't know of a lot. And if I allowed that stereotype to limit me in saying, "Oh no, you know, no one's going to listen to me," you know, on this podcast. Because I'm a woman, because I'm a minority, or whatever, I would have never even dared to do this. You know, I grew up learning the piano. Obviously, of course, I did. And my piano teacher told me something that I will never forget. He said, "When it comes to reading musical notes, it's about learning all the rules. But when it comes to making music, it's about forgetting all the rules." And I apply the same thinking when it comes to breaking down stereotypes in any industry, whatever it is that you have a dream in. It is important to recognize the inequalities and things that are currently existing, but if you let that be your defining factor, you will never have the courage to move forward. Because if you're constantly telling yourself, "Oh, I'm not good enough. It's never going to work. They're never going to accept me," then you will never do those things, and you kind of create this self-fulfilling prophecy. What if you almost sometimes temporarily forget the rules? Like sometimes I forget <laughs> that I might be perceived as having less privilege, and because I'm not thinking of it at the moment, I can focus more on just being myself and serving this mission. And my mission is about helping people through inner child healing. And in that sense, 
that's how I learned to forget the rules and just be myself and do what I'm meant to do. So a call to action for today is number one, think about the list I read to you and observe what kind of narratives you grew up with as a child and to recognize how these are just other people's beliefs. And if you had a child or if you have someone that you love the most in the world, would you want them to believe that they don't deserve nice things or that dreams are too unrealistic? Call to action number two is to think of examples that you know of where unrealistic things happen all the time, right? What are some situations that you know of where people against all odds created opportunities for themselves despite what the dominant belief was around that time? People in your own life that you admire and that you look up to, perhaps political activists or celebrities that you really like. Fill yourself up with examples of evidence that because it's possible for that person, it is proof that it is possible for you too. Call to action number two. If you know deep down that you are meant for more in this life, that you are meant for more than just surviving and you're ready to level up into 2023, then I invite you to join me in my three-day Manifest Magic Workshop happening on November the 28th. Manifesting is real, guys, and I'm going to be teaching you how I have been able to create this heart-centered empire, how I've been able to attract so many opportunities in my life without a lot of hustle and simply using basic principles of manifesting and staying in the right energy. I'm going to teach you how to do this over the span of two weeks that you get access to me, and tickets are only $27 and they're limited. And it's happening next week. So don't miss out. Go to buygloriazang.com slash manifest or click on the link in the show notes below. During this workshop, I'm also going to be introducing my brand new Inner Circle Mentorship Program, where I will be directly teaching a few select clients to help them manifest their dreams into reality next year. And if you're watching this, a long time after this episode has passed and the workshop is already over, you can still go to the link that I shared and there should be a wait list for whenever the next workshop happens. So my loves, if this episode was helpful, if you learned something from this, share it with a friend who needs to hear a boost of motivation or take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at ByGloriaZang. I love hearing from you guys and I look forward to seeing you in next week's episode. And remember that you deserve all the good things and you can make it happen. Bye for now. If you love this episode, please hit subscribe and give us a five-star review. It really helps me a lot. So thank you. To join the community and get your daily dose of inner child tips, follow me on Instagram and social media at ByGloriaZang or visit ByGloriaZang.com. If you're a high achiever or an entrepreneur who wants to work with me, message me the words high achiever and I'll get in touch. Thanks, bestie. See you in the next one. Thanks for tuning in, bestie. I've got something for you. If you think this show deserves a five-star review, we'll send you my free inner child starter kit as a thank you for your support. 
which contains exclusive wallpapers and resources for you to download. To get your kit, just upload a screenshot of your review on Apple or Spotify to my webpage, bygloriazang.com slash reviews. The link is also in the show notes. There, you can also check out my healing sessions and programs at bygloriazang.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and I will meet you in the next episode. Mwah.